You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to everyone listening all over North America. On your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, on the free Odyssey app, on Sirius XM Channel 158, and of course on a smart speaker. You want to talk to me? It's simple. We got a phone number. We got multiple lines. It is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Me, I am at JR Sport Brief everywhere on social media, and we have had a busy start to the week. The Indianapolis Colts, they fire their head coach, Frank Reich, former offensive coordinator of the Super Bowl winning Eagles championship squad. And he went through a million quarterbacks. And now he can sit down and watch all the future quarterbacks at home. The new interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, former center, Pro Bowl center, used to play with Peyton Manning, won a Super Bowl. His name is Jeff Saturday. No coaching experience at any level, not at college, not In the pros, he literally just came off of ESPN. And even he was a little dumbfounded as to how and why he received the job. We'll talk about that momentarily. Also, to end the night, Monday Night Football, of course, the Baltimore Ravens. They take on the New Orleans Saints down at the Superdome, and Baltimore runs New Orleans out of the Superdome. 188 yards on the ground. Kenyon Drake rushed for 93 yards by himself with two scores, one to open up the game, one to pretty much close the game. And Lamar Jackson had 82 yards on the ground himself. And the Baltimore Ravens, their record is now 6-3. and three. New Orleans falls to 3-6. and six. Andy Dalton sacked four times. New Orleans could only rush for 48 yards total. And Justin Houston veteran in the NFL here. He's about to turn 34 years old. He had two two and a half sacks tonight. Uh, He was able to come away with a tipped interception, and the Ravens are winning the old school way. We're going to destroy you on the ground. We're going to run all the hell over you, and we're going to play amazing defense. That's what they did. You got to appreciate the run. Kenyon Drake, getting the job done. He spoke after the game, and this is what he had to say about wearing teams down. The human will can only take so much, you know what I mean? It's just pounding down in and down out, you know, power here, power here, you know, pull a guy here, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, you got to rotate those guys in because at the end of the day, we're going to continue to be here. Oh, man. Well, that's, that's one beautiful thing about football if you've ever played it. This is a way that you can legally and violently assert your will on another individual without having to pay for the consequences. Or you can get into boxing, you can get into MMA. I mean, you can do a lot of things. Football is fun. Dennis Allen, head coach, New Orleans Saints. He's looking for his own quarterback. 
He was very clear after the game, yeah, we just got our asses whooped. Obviously, they did a good job of being able to stop the run. Uh, we, we struggled to be able to run the ball. They got their hands up, batted down a lot of passes. Um, they had some nice pressure packages that were able to get some pressure on the quarterback. So, um, again, they did a lot of good things defensively that caused us a lot of challenges. And, and uh, we've got to go back to the drawing board and uh, make some corrections and uh, be better next week. Uh, there, there is no drawing board. I'm sorry. It, no, it doesn't work that way. The drawing board is broken. It's in the garage. It's in the dumpster. There is no drawing board here for the Saints. The Saints can't do anything until they have a quarterback. I'm sorry. It looked like Jameis. I would have loved to seen what Jameis would have looked like last year with Sean Payton in a full season. Where's Michael Thomas? Oh, he's hurt. Where's Landry? I, I can go on and on and on. They don't have it. And they're going to be waiting for it next season and maybe seasons to come. Lamar Jackson. First player in NFL history with 100 passing touchdowns, 4,000 rushing yards in any five-year span. He continues to make history. And even his head coach, John Harbaugh, he's like, yeah, that's my guy. I love him. I do not take it for granted. I was shaking my head. I think I said, wow, a couple times. I mean, I don't know how. I couldn't see how he got out of the one late. Uh, on the other side of the field there. I mean, how did he get out of that one? Lamar plays on a different level. You can't just look at passing stats. The passing stats are good, but he made some plays. He made some third-down conversions. The third down was a key in this game. We played. We did a great job in offense, uh, and Lamar was really the driver of that. You know, when Coach Harbaugh is like, this is my guy, and has decided to build an entire team around him, when Tom Brady has openly praised Lamar Jackson, we'll still have people – I'm saying the regular uh, Monday morning quarterback who will wake up and say, well, I don't know, Lamar Jackson, he's just, he's not a quarterback. He, he's running back. He's not a quarterback. Like what year are you living in? Have you seen the evolution of the game? Not everybody's Lamar Jackson. Not everybody is Patrick Mahomes. Hey, and a big shout outs to uh, Orlando Brown Jr. He protects Lamar, or excuse me, he used to protect Lamar. He now protects Patrick Mahomes, and he joined us earlier on in the show. So if you missed that, hit Rewind on the free Odyssey app. But the game has changed, man. I like the fact that you have different quarterbacks with different skill sets, and it's almost a prerequisite, even if you're not going to run like Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields. You still have to be able to move. You have to be mobile in the pocket. I love that. I appreciate that. And after tonight's game, Lamar Jackson still took time to give credit to his offensive line. Offensive line, it, it was wonderful. You know, I don't think they had a sack. They were trying to get a sack, you know, when I was scrambling on the sideline. They were trying to get one, but I couldn't let that happen to my guys. That's, that's baloney right there. That's baloney, total baloney right there. They shouldn't have that. You know, our offensive line did a great job. Clean pocket, you know. We got to keep that going. It's a positive for them. Good for the Baltimore Ravens. It still bothers me. I mentioned this last hour. Their losses all, they're, they're, they're choke jobs. New York Giants, the, the Dolphins, it's all choke jobs. They're not even healthy. They're, they still don't have that, that primary wide receiver. It's a beautiful thing that you got someone like Isaiah Likely 
who's stepping up at the tight end position as a pass catcher. They're just destroying teams the old school way. We're going to run you out of the building. We're going to stuff you on defense. Andy Dalton is the latest one to find out. I told you today he was sacked. Tonight, sacked four times. Andy Dalton starting in place of Jameis Winston, who is now healthy but still isn't getting the, the call to play. Andy Dalton in his career, primetime games, terrible. He now falls to 6-20. and 20. Andy spoke after the game. This is what he said. I mean, that's not how you go into this. You've got to look at it and you got to see what areas we need to improve, what things that we can correct um, for everybody. You know, like I said, everybody kind of had a hand in it tonight. And so um, we, we've got to look at it. We've got to see the things that we need to get better at. And um, I mean, we've got to get better quick. We've got a short week this week. Man, it starts with you, man. Ain't winning nothing with you. There's a reason why they had you starting as the backup when the season got going. What are we expected to do with you? Nothing? Lose? I just watched the Saints with my own two eyes in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago. And I'm I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, they're okay. There's nothing to hang your hat on. It's just like, okay, whatever. They got no expectations. This is almost like, like watching a, a, a boat or a ship just kind of float around with no aim. None. You talk about that short week. Their next game, they're going to take on the Steelers. So at least this is another team, two teams in transition. The Steelers are trying to figure things out. At least they, they believe they have their future quarterback, maybe. But they're going through growing pains. And the Saints, it's like they're in a rebuild, but they're not. Just hit the button. Like rush hour. The end of rush hour, Shep. I saw rush hour. You know what I'm talking about, right? Hit the button. Press the button. I mean, Chris Tucker's a a, a genius. Yeah, hit the the button. Do it. What was that young lady's name? Sue. Sue. What was her name? Come on, Shep. It's, It's Sue something. I know that. Oh, man. I, I actually saw someone dress up like uh, them for Halloween. Sun Yu. What's her name right? No? Oh, this is terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm efforting it as we speak. Hold on. No, her name was uh, Sue. Su, Sue. Su, Sue. Uh, what was her name? This is terrible. Sue Young. Sue Young. That was her name. Push the button. That was a great movie. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, the Saints need to push the button. Yeah, push the button. Nick is calling from Baltimore. His team pushes the button. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR? How you doing? I'm good, man. What's up? I called you a few times, and I just wanted to call tonight to, to just say, talk about what I've said about Lamar before. You had a show earlier right before the season started, and you talked about like who were like the top five or something players that you would watch or like like that were game changing players. And you, and you had I called you, you had Lamar like off the list or so, like top five quarterbacks or something. And like I'm just saying, like Lamar, that guy, he people don't understand how much he how good he is because people just say he's a runner. He's, they have this perception of him. 
But if you watch him every game, if you watch how he plays, he he, he just makes – he'll take what people give him. And some days the long game isn't there, the passing game isn't there, so he has to run. And when he has healthy running backs, when he has a healthy offense. Oh, uh, no, no, excuse me, Nick. How many beers did you have? Sheesh. And if I remember correctly, I think it was I do top six lists. It's a top six list of quarterbacks heading into the season. Yeah, heading into the season. If I remember correctly, I didn't have him on that list based on how he performed last season, which which wasn't all his fault. If you listen to the show, I've been a fierce defender of Lamar Jackson. I love the guy. And he's one of the quarterbacks that I want to see get over the hump because I love for people to just shut the hell up about how the quarterback position is changing. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Rochester, New York. I'm going to be in Rochester, New York. Let's talk to Lou. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lou? <clears throat> wow, that's great, JR, that you'll be here. I'll have to catch up with you. Uh, I, I was just interested in that clip that or interview or statement that uh, Dennis Allen made that seemed like he primarily focused on the running game in today's NFL, and he was shut down and he was surprised by it. And I'm, like, amazed and Maybe you're right. Maybe he lacks a quarterback to do something else. Well, okay. What are you – are you asking me something, or are you – what are we doing here, Lou? I, I don't understand how an NFL coach can go into today's game primarily run, uh, relying on the running game when it's a passing league. I don't think he's taking the approach of we're not going to pass. I mean, out of necessity – Andy Dalton had to throw the ball approximately 30 times tonight. I don't know if that was uh, something that he wanted to do. So I'm not going to say Dennis Allen is that stupid. The man is an NFL head coach. I will assume he knows more than you and I. Probably, but still, to go in seems ill-equipped just to rely on a running game in today's game. Yeah, I don't I don't think that was the, the, the full case. Let's let's stop and take a listen again. Thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. This is what Dennis Allen had to say about being one dimensional with their offense. Listen to this. It makes it more challenging. You know, anytime you get in a position where you can't run the football and, and, and you've got to just go back and throw it, um, it, it makes it challenging. So having the ability to you know, keep a defense off balance is, is an important part of what we do. Okay, so a little bit of clarity. He, he didn't really go into the game saying, hey, I just want to run it, balance. Uh, this is what he had to say about them getting their asses whooped. Listen. Obviously, they did a good job of being able to stop the run. Uh, we, we struggled to be able to run the ball. They got their hands up, batted down a lot of passes. Um, they had some nice pressure packages that were able to get some pressure on the quarterback. So, um, again, they did a lot of good things defensively that caused us a lot of challenges, and, and uh, we've got to go back to the drawing board and uh, make some corrections and uh, be better next week. Yeah, I, nothing in his statement said, hey, we're just out here run, trying to run the ball. Come, I mean, that that's I think we could do better than that. 
Come on. You're playing the Ravens. You're playing a good defense here. They could only muster 48 yards on the ground. Come on. I think all coaches know that they have to have a little bit of balance, some more than others. Speaking of balance, Ravens, I told you, they ran them out of the game completely. 188 yards on the ground. Kenyon Drake, 93 yards rushing with two touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 82 yards on the ground. And Dennis Allen, he admitted, yeah, they ran all over us. If you allow that type of run game to stay on the field for 40 minutes in a game, um, you're going to give up some, some rushing yards. Uh, I thought in the first half, I thought we, we did a pretty good job uh, of, of kind of minimizing that, limiting that. Um, I thought as the, as the game wore on, I thought that's where you saw some of their better runs and more explosive runs. And he is not exaggerating. When it comes down to the time of possession, Ravens had the ball for about 38 minutes. New Orleans had it for the other 22. Embarrassing. Embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ted is here from Atlanta. What's up, Ted? Uh, Tay, Tay, I was ODing on the laughing gas here, listening to that alleged owner of the Indianapolis Dolts sound so completely bored with himself with that, I don't know, with that Quantrow, that's something I can put in my oatmeal, it gets stronger, and that stuff about sausage. Oh, brother, I mean, that stuff is so stinky that the neighbor's dog would scream and run away. What, the sausage? What are you talking about? Yeah, I hate that coming. Oh, I don't know about sausage. Oh, you okay. Know. You know? Oh, brother. If I were the Colts fans, that, that, that they, we should revive those uh, sacks over the heads because I mean, got, oh, this okay. man is throwing the entire season away. Look, I'm sure Jeff Saturday's probably a good dude, doesn't kick the neighbor's dog or anything, but he's been thrown to the wolves. I mean, the whole team's been thrown to the wolves. And if I were the fans, I'd show up in – I'd show up in uh, – you know, the sacks, I mean, anything and get my hands on show, my displeasure with the season is being thrown on the trash heap. What's your, what's your team, Ted? Who do you like? Well, I came up with when the Miami Dolphins were, un, were the only undefeated team uh, in NFL history, and I still support them pretty good. But i tell you what, the Falcons are building something with, with Coach Art because I mean, these guys are playing so much harder this year oh, than I've seen them play in a while. Yeah, they, they still got to learn how to close out a game. It, it appears that it well, doesn't. It's true, absolutely true. But now there's going to be $80 million in salary cap space for the Falcons to play with next offseason. So that's going to be interesting to watch. I do thank you for your time. Well, thank you, Ted, for calling from Atlanta, and thank you for your comments on sausage. I don't know how to make sausage. Yeah, if you have no idea what Ted was referring to, here's the full clip. Uh, it, Jim Ursay. You know, he may not know how to make sausage, but he knows how to run a football team. So says himself. To me, um, uh, you know, I, I know people can, you know, look out and, and, and see it uh, and, and ask that question. But, um, you know, the, you know that, that doesn't surprise me. I understand. Look, at, I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team. That's going to go down as one of the all-time great owner quotes. 
But you can play that back-to-back with, with Jim Mara playoffs. You, I mean, we can go on and on. You play to win the game. I don't know how to make sausage. Go ahead, throw that in there with it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back on the other side, we'll hear from the man who is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. His name is Jeff Saturday. I don't know if he knows how to make sausage. I know he's never coached a team. I'll talk to you. We'll hear from Jeff Saturday. We'll keep things rolling. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. What are you doing? I'm just playing, playing along. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for having me on. I, I love your show. You're not the typical screaming head commentator. You're calm, cool, collected, and entertaining at the same time. It, it's a hard skill to match. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we've been talking about some losers, but we got a we got a Houston song playing in the back here. I don't know where Mike Jones is at. Now, nah, Paul Wall is still running around somewhere. But I know where the, the Astros were. They had a parade today in Houston. Good for them right on the west side of downtown. And good for Dusty Baker. Winning a championship as a manager. It took him some time, but he finally got the job done. Didn't happen with those Giants losing to the Angels. Didn't happen last year losing to the Braves. Happened this year against those Phillies. People love parades. Hey, Shep, you like parades, right? Who doesn't like a parade, JR? I don't like parades. Too many people. Oh, that's fair. Anyway, Dusty Baker. He was at the parade. And this is courtesy Fox 29. He says, this was the right time. The right team and the right personnel and right everything that, you know, this was going to happen. And, um, you know, had this happened years ago, I might not even be here. You know what I mean? So maybe it wasn't supposed to happen so that I could hopefully influence a few young men's lives and their families and and uh you know a number of people in the country through showing you know what perseverance and character you know can do for you in the long run i'm hoping that i gave some people the same hope that my mom and dad you know gave me Uh, how about this we actually have a classy individual in the world of sports how about that so dusty baker another simple question how do you feel? It's not relief. It's it's, uh, it's just sheer joy and thankfulness. You know, it's not relief at all. I mean, because everybody was talking about it more than I was even thinking about it. You know, and so uh, 
you know, I always said before that if I win one, you know, I'll win two, but you got to win one first. I mean, the one was hell to, to get to this point. And, uh, but uh, it was well worth it. Um, I'm in a great city with great people, great fans, and I got a great, you know, great ball club. All right, now let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm thrilled that Dusty Baker won the championship as a manager. I don't need to see the Astros going back-to-back now, okay? We've had six straight ALCSs and, 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 and World Series. I don't need to see them no more. Who do you think they are, the Yankees? Well, they're doing better than those guys, bunch of bums. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say the Yankees are 20 years ago, yes. Yeah, well, not these bums. 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of a bum, well, he's not a bum. He's going to coach a bum team. And he still doesn't know what he's going to do. That's Jeff Saturday. No experience. He is going to be a glorified babysitter. This is what this is what took place with the Colts. Jim Ursay says, I got to fire this guy. We're going absolutely nowhere. Let me bring in one of my friends who now pl- or used to play for the team just to come in because I can trust him. And if he does a decent job, then I'll keep him on as coach. And if not, then... I'm well within my right to move on with a new head coach, probably, hopefully, a new young quarterback. And I don't know if he's going to dump the GM. But Jeff Saturday, in speaking to the media, he was a little shocked as well. He doesn't, he doesn't even know who the hell is going to call the plays on offense yet. Listen to this. I haven't made a decision yet, but I've interviewed guys, and I'm going to continue to interview guys on the staff and going through that. And uh, y'all have, I'll, I'll decide something this evening. But it's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm drinking from a fire hydrant a little bit. So we're just, you know, we're, we're trying to meet with everybody, you know, get this done. And then, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll continue that part. But I do know how to build a football team. Oh, that's yeah, Jim Irsay does, sure. Let's keep in mind. Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And now they fired, well, a couple of weeks ago, they fired Marcus Brady as the OC. And so Jeff Saturday is, he's starting from scratch. He might as well call up Bill Belichick and ask him for advice on who or how to name an offensive coordinator. Uh, That's interesting. Jeff Saturday continued on and he said the obvious. Nobody expects us to do anything. Here's a great part about my career. I came in, nobody expected anything. I'm here, nobody expects anything. If it goes well, hopefully it'll go extremely well. But I have no uh, preconceived notion that I'm going to be some spectacular anything. I know i got to work hard. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm auditioning not only for this one, but for, for 31 others, just like everybody else in this game. And, and make no mistake, man, the job is win. I don't know how to make sausage. <laughs> it's just this. Hey, welcome to the Indianapolis Colts, folks. I don't know what goes into sausage. <laughs> but he knows how to do what? But I do know how to build a football team. I don't believe him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I don't know how to make sausage. I ain't never put together a football team, but I know some BS when I see it. I'm going to take your calls on the other side before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. But I'm going to get off the radio. I just want to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's, that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and, and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The University of Rochester will be next up on the Media for the Movement Tour, utilizing sports to promote inclusive health. Also, just general sporting activities. Everybody should get a chance and an opportunity to just just have fun, play sports, live life. Why not, right? I look forward to making my way up to Lake Ontario. All my friends up in Rochester, New York. It should be a lot of fun. Much love to Special Olympics. Thank you oh so much to Experian, who also believes in giving people a chance. I love it. Thank you, Experian. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls before I run out. I do want to let you know this. We know the Washington Commanders. They are potentially up for sale. Daniel Snyder has finally said, I'm out of here, and good for him. But we've learned recently that Jeff Bezos wants the team. No shock, no surprise. The Amazon founder, the boss of Amazon, also owns the the Washington Post. But there's been a report that a part of his ownership group would include Jay-Z. Okay, fine, billionaires hanging out together. Jay-Z ain't no billionaire like Bezos. And then Matthew McConaughey, who also happens to be a Washington fan? Okay, why not? Anybody would be better than than Snyder now, wouldn't he be? Let's get some of your calls in before I have to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. Beck is calling from Florida. Go ahead, Beck. Hey, how's it going? Thank you again. Um, I just wanted to say shout-out to my uh, hometown, H-Town with the victory this weekend, and also uh, Andy Dalton tonight, um, Katy, Texas, to be specific with the H. And then speaking of high school coaches with um, the Colts uh, hire, I mean, what is this? I mean, my first two calls um, in the last couple of weeks was about the QB situation. We finally got that last week, and then now here we go with um, the coaching situation and um, – it's all just screwed up from top to bottom. No, it, it's going to take time, Beck. Uh, this this year's a wash, and we know that. From the minute yeah, of course. They, 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 they put Ellinger in there, they basically conceded the year. And I guess at this point, Ursay did not have faith that Frank Reich was even going to develop or move forward. So this is, this is as clear of a, of a tank job as you'll ever see one except for the Indianapolis Colts and their owner, they cannot come out and say, hey, we trying to suck on purpose. Can't say that. Tony's calling from Massachusetts. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, what's up? So what's up with all these black coaches not being able to get a head job? Like Saturday, all right, if they're going to tank, I get it. They're going to pick Saturday. But like Belichick, those two over there, like there's no black no black coaches, and I just want to know your take on that. I never heard your take on that. My well, I, well, this is this is something that we've talked about over the past few years. You want to know my take on on what this specifically or the lack of black head coaches? Which yeah, one? the lack. Like this is a great example. 
put a black guy in there. Uh, no, 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 no. So here, here's, here's some facts. It is, it is terrible. Like in a lot of places where, where folks work that they are not, there's not representation here in the NFL. When you think about the amount of players who are on the field versus the amount of, of African-Americans who happen to be in positions of management, it's, it's not the best. It's pretty terrible. It's deplorable. And so we've seen progress, but not enough. I don't know if I'd quantify this as the best example of that, especially being that it is the middle of the season, uh, especially being that the the NFL actually talked about the Rooney rule. That's something that's to be to be implemented in that box checked in the offseason. And so there is no Rooney rule for a midseason hire where a guy is an interim head coach. So I don't have any issue with that. Now, having said that, we do know that there's a massive problem. I just don't know if this is the the best example, especially okay. in the middle of the season. I like your show, man. I just started listening. Well, I, like I appreciate it. you, Tony. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, thank you so much. No, nah, this is – come on. There, there's a couple things we know. The NFL isn't fair. Life isn't fair. Nepotism is all over the damn place. I'll hire my son. I'll hire my son's friend. I'll hire my friend's friend. And it's a problem in the NFL just like every place else, which is why representation matters, especially when you talk about uh, from a management perspective, you know, who, who's, who's making the money? I mean, 75% of the players, maybe more, are African-American. And sure, you can go ahead and make progress, but you won't have real progress until everybody has a seat at the table. And so that's the part that sucks, and I can understand it. It's infuriating. Who's hiring a black head coach with no experience? None. None. How about Reggie Wayne is on the roster? Was he he was already on the staff, so you didn't hire him? Yeah, we know there's a problem. It's it's terrible. Tommy's here from New Orleans. Go ahead, Tommy. Hey y'all, how's it going, my brother? <clears throat> I'm good. What's Listen, on? Uh, I'm I'm here to make I'm take my lumps, man. It's a rough night in the, in the Crescent City down here. But first and foremost, props to Mr. Johnny B. Baker Jr. on the ring. If there was anybody that deserved more, it was him. And uh, on a lighter note, props to Shep for uh, finishing that marathon, which I assume he did because I talked to him a couple of minutes ago. Here's the deal, man. Um, the Saints are pretty much cooked and uh the 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 realization that the Sean Payton hangover is as bad if not worse than the Drew Brees hangover just set in and all we got to do now is all we can do is just do the best we can with what we got right Dennis Allen I think you know I'll do respect to him is is probably it feels like he's in over his over his head I'm not a coach JR I haven't coached anybody since my son you know, Dixie Dean, you know, championship team back in 19-whatever. But it just feels like that. Um, and Drew Brees and Champagne ain't walking through that door. That's it. However, I will like to say to the guy who called up and said, nobody understands how good uh, Lamar Jackson is. <clears throat> I, I would encourage that guy to go listen to the, uh, the halftime show by Bobby Bear and then the post-time show by Deuce, I mean, Deuce McAllister, both who played the game. They both said, unequivocally, Lamar Jackson is on another level. And it's just, it's, it's, 
It's so well, freaking obvious. I don't, that, that I don't, is, is, I don't know if he'll be sight, able. Man. I don't know if he'll be able to uh, find your local broadcast. I think I used two national examples. One being Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, so yeah. If you, don't... you know what, Jr. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll try. To, I'll try to clip that and try to send it to you because Bobby did it. And well, 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 no, 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 Tommy. I don't know. Hey, Tommy. I don't need to hear it. I, I, I know. Oh, okay. I don't need con- okay. you think right. I need wait 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 you think I need convincing? No 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 I was gonna I was gonna so you could play it for that guy who oh no I don't Lamar know. Jackson is <laughs> no Tommy what the hell are you trying to create more work for me for what are you doing no 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 brother I don't want to do that you know that yeah don't do However, that no I, you know I don't want to you know I love you man come on but I, I will I will end with this I'm here to Please. take my lumps we are done and we're gonna just do it the best we can you know Mike Thomas punked us it is what it is. However, having said that, I think Dennis Allen's in over his head, and I would like to see, if I had my choice and I was the ruler of the world or whatever, I would like to see um, Byron Leftwich in here as head coach. Oh, okay. All right. Well, but Byron thank, Leftwich. Thank you, get it. Well, thank you, Tommy. Well, Byron Leftwich, he got his own problems now in Tampa, don't he? Well, if they clear a house out there, well, eventually he's going to blow that whole thing up. Is Byron Leftwich going to even want that job when Tom Brady leaves? Matthew's calling from D.C. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, J.R. Um, speaking of changes in the NFL and opportunities, hopefully the Washington Commanders will be sold soon, which will uh, create an opening for new ownership in the NFL. What are your thoughts about an African-American owner uh, coming in and taking over the franchise in Washington? Oh, it'd be amazing. I mean, who who would be able to come in and purchase the team in whole? I mean, would Byron Allen be able to even put up the, the, the funds? I think you need about, what, a third of the, the sale price? So what, about one yeah, five to one six? He'd probably be the only person to be able to do so now. Or a couple of other folks now, I think about it. Yeah, and there's also the fact that there's ownership consortiums that can be put together. Yeah, but the, the, the primary the primary needs to put up the majority of the cash, which is, is still difficult. The NFL likes to well I'm not, I don't want to say run away from. They don't like the let's split it up in, in a, a million trillion different ways. Um but it, it would be great if the NFL was able to have a an, an owner who was African American or, or, or any any group. I know Shad Khan uh, and then you have the uh uh, Pagulia, his wife, up in Buffalo. But here's, here's the thing. I don't think anyone, and this is, this is typical, I don't think anyone wants to be handed anything. I think people want the chance and the opportunity. And I think that's where a lot of people get misconstrued, where it's just, oh, people want a handout. People want a handout. No, people, people want to be treated fairly. I completely agree. The, the, the point is the color of money is green, right? And I'd like to see that money get put up by a person who could better understand Chocolate City, my own town, uh, than a person from out of town, if no. that makes sense. No, reasonable, reasonable. I, I know as you as well as you do, that's not necessarily the case. People will will follow the bread in, in, in any direction. So look at it this way. Anybody who comes after Dan Snyder is going to be an improvement. <laughs> You're absolutely right there, man. All right, thank, thank you, Matt. You, Appreciate you. No doubt uh, about it. Luke calling from Pittsburgh. Go ahead, Luke, quickly. Hey, great show, man. I appreciate you, man. You you speak the truth a lot. But I just wanted to ask you some questions about my Pittsburgh Steelers, all right? Everybody's been knocking them and everything about how they're playing on offense and everything. 
which is amazing that the Colts actually did worse than our offense. But um, to be fair, I don't, I didn't expect months coming into the season. I'm glad that my team actually put Kenny Pickett as a starting quarterback. Sure. And there's a lot of people out there as Steeler fans that say that um, we should be playing Mitch Trubisky all the time. Or Mason Rudolph, and that's just what's the what's the question? What's we're at the end, Lou? I want to make sure I get you in. What's the question for me? Oh, the question was um I'm about us trading trading Chase Claypool, and um the, the other question was the fact that we're getting T.J. Watt back. Um, how do you feel about our defense? Because we only got to use him one game this year. Chase Claypool, I want to ask you about what the draft pick was. I think that's amazing that we got that for him. And uh, the the third question was oh my about God. the Raiders. Whoa, 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 Lewis. Lewis, we got, we, we got no time. Which one do you want me to answer? Oh, just the first two, if you could, please. I only just... got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you ask me about the draft pick? Well, you're going nowhere with Claypool. What do you, you got a draft pick back. Be happy with that. What's the next one about? What do I think about the defense? The Steelers, I'm not thinking about the defense, bro. The Steelers are cooked. I'm sorry. Every, you know they're cooked. I'm not thinking about them until they, they they actually start doing something. This year's a wash, man. Sorry. And I love the Steelers. I love Pittsburgh, too. I love Mike Tom. Love it all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you all so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio because Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next.